Good morning. Today is Monday, April 10th. Here are the top headlines from the News and Observer. We'll have a sunny but cool start to the week, with high temperatures in the low 60s and northeast winds gusting to 21 miles per hour. In our top story, North Carolina OBGYNs and other physicians are closely following a ruling issued Friday night by a federal judge in Texas. Judge Matthew Kazmarek overturned the 23-year-old FDA approval of Mifepristone, a drug used in medication abortions and to help manage miscarriages. He also ruled that the abortion pill cannot be distributed by mail, citing a little-used law first passed in 1873. If the judge's ruling stands, it would effectively end the use of mifepristone in abortions. A second drug, now used in combination with mifepristone, would still be available, but it is less effective and comes with more side effects when it is used by itself. Dr. Jenna Beckham, a Raleigh-based abortion provider, said she worries how moving to a less effective abortion regimen will affect women who are unable to easily seek another abortion if the first is not successful. They may feel sort of forced or pressured into choosing a surgical abortion, she said. I don't think the choices will feel as close to equal as they currently do for patients. Dr. Beverly Gray, a Duke Health OBGYN, said even if the Texas judge's ruling is overturned on appeal, it already has done damage by confusing patients. I think confusion is part of the strategy, she said, to make it more complicated for patients to understand what they have access to. For now, nothing changes. The Texas judge put his order on hold for seven days to allow time for an appeal, and the U.S. Justice Department immediately said that it would appeal. Jenny Black, CEO of Planned Parenthood South Atlantic, said her organization is reviewing the decision and awaiting guidance from the FDA. Medication abortion is still safe, legal, and available in Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina, Black said. In energy-related news, the North Carolina Utilities Commission has approved a new rate-setting design that will make it more expensive to install rooftop solar panels while also reducing the cost savings customers can expect from using solar energy. Duke Energy has argued that customers who have solar panels are paying too little to help maintain the state's energy grid. That amounts to a subsidy of $30 to $40 a month, Duke estimates. The new rate structure requires a mandatory minimum bill that will include fees for things like maintenance and storm damage to the system. It also reduces the credits Duke customers receive when their solar systems send electricity back into the grid. In addition to raising the monthly bill for electricity users with solar panels, the commission also rejected a proposed incentive plan that could have provided around $3,000 to people installing new solar panels. And finally, excuse us while we do just a little bit of bragging. Investigative Reporters and Editors, a national organization that supports investigative journalism, honored two reporting projects produced in 2022 by collaborations between the Charlotte Observer and the News and Observer in Raleigh. Big Poultry published in December by the Charlotte Observer and the News and Observer, received a 2022 IRE award. The series looked at how laws cloaking the state's largest agricultural industry hide its impacts on people and the environment. Observer investigative reporters Gavin Off and Ames Alexander and NNO environmental reporter Adam Wagner led the reporting, with assists from NNO investigative journalists David Rayner and Tyler Dukes. Security for Sale, published by both papers in May looked at the rising number of homes being purchased by investors and turned into rental units, especially in urban areas.
It was named a finalist for the 2022 IRE Award. Those are just some of the stories we've been working on for our readers. For the latest information, please visit our website and consider supporting our journalism with a subscription.